0: one relatively boring assessment of Radim Zahorna. He's better than this version of Jeff Carter. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this Red Wings 4, Penguins 3 last night preseason game in Detroit. Remember, that's how those are supposed to go. The home team plays with the semi stacked lineup or later in the preseason, an actual stacked lineup. And the visitors just send along whichever kids rank the lowest on the totem pole. However, however, as I noted on yesterday's show, those kids, regardless of their positioning on that pole, are doing well. I did not see this coming. I'm not going to pretend to have seen it coming. In fact, I'm pretty much sure that I saw the polar opposite coming. But when you see consistent performances by a lot of the same names, look at the goals that were scored last night. Zahorna, Valtteri Pustinen, Sam Poulin, Zahorna and Pustinen set up each other's goals, both with very nice passes. Pulan again, scored from down along the goal line, making something happen in a pretty creative way to get a shot through that honestly looked like it had no chance. I don't know what to think of Pulan. I still feel like he's going to need uh, unconditionally additional time in the AHL, if only to continue his admirable reset from the various things on and off the ice that affected him last season. No one should need to ask, who's been a regular listener, what I think of Pustinen. I believe he should get a very, very real chance to make the team, meaning out of this camp. I don't believe that it'll happen, but I believe he should get that chance Zahorna, though. See, Zahorna, I've really grossly oversimplified this particular case. Zahorna to me has to be better than Carter. That's it. And if that sounds like some sort of hot takery or, you know, pitting the one guy against the other who's really unpopular because he's older and costing too much money. Hey, that's fine. Okay. So be it. I also think it's real and that it applies. Carter's still here. If Carter looks even remotely like what he did over, not just last season, but over the second half of the previous season, and he gets onto the ice, if he breaks through in some capacity or just clings to his coach's loyalty, that's a great big L for this team. It really is. And you can ask, you know, how has he looked in camp so far? He's, just, just, he's not going to get younger. He's not going to be the first person to ever get younger. Whereas the position, the roster spot can and must get younger. Not should, must. Zahorna has not consistently produced in the NHL. I'm not being dumb here. He hasn't done it in Pittsburgh, he didn't do it in Calgary, and in a brief cup of coffee in Toronto, he didn't do it again last season. For that matter, his numbers in the AHL never really transcend to the level where you'd say, wow, there's just no way you can keep this guy out. But what people don't realize about his game, and I don't even think they realized it in Pittsburgh while he was here, is that he tends not to be on the ice For goals against. Now your eyes can tell you when you watch Zahorna. That he's not a great defensive forward. He's not a great defensive center to be more specific. But what happens with the guy is that he's on the puck a lot. Look at the plays that were made in the game in Detroit last night. Both of them were generated down low. In the Red Wings zone. One of them was a really nice steal that he made to keep possession in the zone and then set up Pustinen for his goal. That's what he does. It doesn't look like defending because there isn't an active defending thing that happens. However, however, if you have the puck and they don't, their chances of scoring are pretty slim. He's a smart player. He's a skilled player. He's 6'7 and moves like he's 6'2. I mean that in a positive way. He moves the frame to the extent that you don't even recognize how big he is. So he's got all that going for him too, which is a lot more than Carter has going for him. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shots brought to you by Family Table. Mom-inspired, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat. That gives you more time for your family or hobbies. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK40, that's DK40, for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table, bringing families back to the dinner table. one q comes from Doug who says, DK, at the risk of being labeled hopelessly optimistic at best and laughed out of the 412724 area codes at worst, is there a chance, however slim, that Braden Yeager would make it to opening night? Yes, I know who the head coach is. Yes, I understand Yeager's an undersized, underdeveloped 18-year-old. Yes, I get that he's going back to his junior team. Still, With all due respect to every player capable of moving up and down the lineup that Kyle Dubas has created, there's a gaping hole in the top six for as long as Jake Gensel's out. And I know that Jaeger's a center, and they don't want to ask too much of him. But is there a world in which he gets a preseason look alongside Sidney Crosby just to give him a taste, let him learn from 87 up close from there, who knows? Doug, you knew the answer to this one. (laughs) And I'd never make fun of you. I would never do that with anybody as it relates to learning or even just finding out more about the great game of hockey. There's already too much that happens within this sports followers. There really is. Uh, The hockey snobbery, I believe, is what it's known as. In fact, within your very multi-layered question, you kind of answered it within there. By bringing up just one thing and one thing alone as it relates to Jaeger, he's not NHL built right now. One of these days, and it's going to come when he makes it into the league, when he makes it into a Pittsburgh sweater for good, he's not going to look anything like what he looks like now. He's just not, I'm not knocking him. He's a child. He has a lot of developing to do. And he has, and maybe this is the key point to make here, he has a frame upon which he can add pounds. We've had this discussion on this show over the summer about both Marcus Patterson and P.O. Joseph. Why don't they just bulk up? Why don't they just add weight? Because I think a lot of that comes out of the, the football mentality you see, here and read stories in the NFL about guys who are undersized or maybe switching a position, moving to the offensive line, and they just go out and they eat like 300 cheeseburgers a day for a month, and there they are, instant linemen. Well, no, okay? Not everyone can do that. If you look at Patterson and, and Joseph it's this mold as well, these are guys who have – Thinner shoulders. They don't have broad, wide shoulders upon which you can add, you know, the cheeseburgers. Jaeger has cheeseburger room. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to end up being, you know, Radim Zahorna or whatever. But he's going to be able to put on more weight, more bulk onto the upper body. And because of the natural strength that he already has and was born with. In his arms and wrists, he's going to have the same shot. The same goes for his skating. I believe that his skating stride can become even stronger and more authoritative than what I've seen of it to date. So, all of that comes with, yeah, conditioning, nutrition. Again, that sounds like I'm criticizing him. I'm not. He's 18. It's going to take him some time. I look at him and see... And, and just don't take this too far. But every time I give a comparison or a name or whatever, don't take it too literally. Like, oh, he's going to be just as good as... I see Daniel Brier, uh, who had a terrific NHL career for several teams, uh, chiefly you know, Buffalo, Philadelphia. I see someone like that who has a lot of different ways that he can finish. He's going to be better, I think, at finishing from distance than Brier was. Briere was mostly a guy who was clever up close. But briere balked up for a little guy over the course of his nhl career as well and you're going to see that with this kid it can't be now it obviously can't be now i appreciate the question i appreciate everyone listening to daily shot of penguins we're going to do another one of these tomorrow